Fitness with Jack Nunn, Tuesday, January 6th, January 15th, 2013. How's it going, Jack? Good, how are you? Good, man, good. And uh, I think we skipped it a week or so, but we're back. Yeah. <laughs> back on. Back on. Uh, you know what? A uh, couple of quick things, man. I, I was reading, uh, reading an article the other day, and, and, uh, and you know, it's one of those things I hear people talk about a lot. Injury prevention. You know, what, what are people, what's the best way to, to uh, kind of, Prevent injury from happening when you're when you're uh, you know, you're starting your workout and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, especially now, last month or so, it's been really cold on colder on average, and there's a lot of injuries that happen in the in the cold weather. Um, and warm up is definitely um, most like the most important thing right now, especially in the cold. And then stretching, also uh, lots of water. Um, what your muscles are made up of, like. 70% water your whole body is made up of 60-70% water so you need to drink more water um, in order to lubricate the muscles so they don't um, spasm or tighten their pull and when you put cold air on on more muscles it's a, it's a it's dangerous combination so you want to make sure that you um, you stretch and you warm up uh, even longer um, because even though it's a great um, time to work out in the cold. A lot of people prefer that. There's a lot of marathon runners that set uh, record times in colder weather. There's reasons for that, yeah. but also um, there is you you do risk you know definitely risk injury uh, faster. So you need to or sooner or more likely to risk injury. So you need to uh, make sure you take care of those things. So. You know, when you talk about the warm-ups, uh, I noticed, uh, you know, the class, you taught a class yesterday where you kind of put everybody through two warm-ups. Yeah. Is that, uh, is, is that something you recommend? Um, that's just something I, I was especially cold and just wanted to stretch twice, so that was the way I did it, and just warmed up, stretched, warmed up, you know, kind of lit a little bit more, and then stretched again. Yeah. So... Call it two warm-ups, call it stretching more, um, call it elongated warm-up, or whatever you want to call it, but um, yeah, it's just, I was just especially cold, um, so I just tried to, you know, I, I wasn't feeling too hot, so I was trying to uh, just kind of warm up yeah. uh, a little more over time, you know, so... You know, people uh, talk about when they work out in cold weather, which, you know, we've kind of had a, a, been cold for us here in, in uh, the uh, L.A. area, um, that when they when they get dressed or, or they wear things, they, they get sweaty and then they get cold, and uh, then they feel lousy after that. And uh, also some people, you know, I've heard people talk about, well, when it's really cold, they don't feel their body perspiring, so they don't really feel like they're getting a workout in. Right. Um what are the reasons for those, and how do you kind of combat the two, or how do you protect yourself in, in those situations? Yeah, I mean, 
Well, for one, you know, you don't burn as many calories in the cold as you do in the heat. You burn more calories in the heat. That's not to say it's not worth it to not work out because there's a lot of pros to working out in the cold weather. First of all, it's just nice, you know. I mean, you you um, you don't feel like you're overheating, you right. know. So I actually prefer to work out in cooler weather. Um, coming from the Bay Area where I used to do a lot of practices in cold weather, um, it, was, it was cleaner, usually cleaner air comes through. Um, it's, um, it's just a better feeling of working out uh with the layers with sweating yeah you de you just want to wear layers of clothing try and wear dry dry wick or dry fit clothing um and wear you know bring extra clothes um so that you're not wearing them right after class so you so you change right after because yeah. you can freeze freeze pretty quickly depending on how how cold it is so you want to change quickly into other dry clothes um also warm shower like right after helps um or just getting in the car warm you know throw the heater on and just try and stretch and and do some you know some of that um but also um yeah you don't feel like you're work you're work you're getting as good of a workout because your sweat's drying so quickly right and your your body's staying so much cooler faster you know so it's it's more efficient so therefore you don't feel like you're you're working out as much and technically you really aren't um, as much as you would be in hotter weather but you need to still work out you know it's yeah. not not an excuse not to work out or or excuse to throw the heater on in your house and up to 80 and work out in that because that's not really that great for you either um so you want to make sure that you know you just keep a schedule going bring you know adapt you know adapt to the changes so it's, I mean, people work out in Alaska, they work out in different, you know, extreme weather, they just figured out how to do it. So right. just adapt to, it is annoying um, because you're changing, you know, you're having to change certain things, but you just kind of have to adapt and, and um, then you get kind of used to that process. But, you know, the next couple of days, I think it's going to heat up back up to 75 or so. But it's, it's been, I mean, it's no joke. It's been, you know, people say, oh, you know, it's not that cold you know to talk about back east and i joke around with them like yeah okay but you know what whenever it gets to the 30s that's that's freaking cold yeah. you know and that's where it's been it's been in the 30s 40s and you know 50s 60s okay you know not not a big deal but 30s 40s it drops 10 degrees 15 degrees that's you know that's substantial and that's um you know there's freeze alerts out there and for plants you know stuff like that that, that we're not used to so yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to uh, take off on a bike ride the other morning until I saw it was 32 degrees outside. And mm -hmm. I, I, I opted to just uh, stay home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not really worth it a lot because you, you go on that extreme weather, especially for someone that's, um, you know, just, just getting into their New Year's resolution. You're, you're putting that on top of it. It's better just to wait it out or to just... Um, you know, go, not when it's like super convenient, you, you gotta push yourself and you know, when you're sore, you work out and stuff like that, but in the, in the weather conditions, but you know, especially when you're starting out, try to, you know, see what days work best and then really attack those days. So, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with planning and, and I want to get your thoughts on this, but, uh, 
for everyday wear, we, we, we kind of have, you know, we have stuff for the winter and we have stuff for the summer and stuff like that. Should you pick your wardrobe for working out similarly? I mean, should you have, a lot of people, you know, they, they always work out in shorts, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt. But, you know, when you talk about different temperatures and stuff like that, should you, you really look into the, yeah. the dry fit leggings and stuff like that also? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Long sleeve shirts, um, warmer clothes, more layers, pack a bag. You know, when I teach classes for the day, I pack a bag of um, my workout gear and I make sure I have everything. There's nothing more annoying than not having, you know, workout gear. And also, like, if you have to reuse workout gear that you are that's just <laughs> wrong and um you want to make sure you have dry clothing when you start you know make it make it easier for yourself plan ahead you know i had a friend of mine who did a triathlon last month and you know he he called me last the week before two weeks before said they were going to do this one and i go yeah cool he shows up his bikes in pieces and 30 minutes before the race and I'm like, dude, what do you, and then he throws his bike down and he goes, damn, you know, I, and he forgot his helmet. And I go, and that's like the number one thing you have to have is your helmet yeah. for a triathlon. You cannot race without a helmet. And, um, he also forgot his shoes, his, his cycling shoes. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you, you, you drive all the way out to Hemet, you know, <laughs> and, and you get there and you and not only do you get there, you get there half hour before the race. You're not even checked in or paid for the rate you know and you can do that it's fine but allow yourself time for these things don't just show up to things and you know it's just a waste i mean you know and so basically he had his he put his bike together got everything set up luckily i had an extra helmet you know um the expert shoes too no didn't have expert <laughs> shoes didn't have his kind of shoes because he had different cleats um but he just wore his, his tennis shoes, but um, he rode the whole bike race with his tire sideways, so it was rubbing against his frame. <laughs> so it's basically like, you know, it just it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So there's a reason why, you know, elite athletes and people who are do, are do well at what they do, they're prepared, they practice, you know. Try not to go into something or know that when you go into anything, it's gonna take time, it's gonna take practice, you're gonna to have to go through those trial and error, those learning processes, you know? Yeah. And every Ironman I've done, I've done, you know, three now, I've learned so much, I mean, through the whole process, and it's a huge overtaking, so, if you plan like a marathon, you know, all the way down to a 5K or a 10K, it, you know, you're gonna learn from everything you do, so, any event. Yeah. When you're uh, when you're talking about uh, what's I call it winter training, um, you know we talk you talk about nutrition a lot, uh, you know just day to day, but when you talk about these extremes, you know, extreme changes in your weather, whether it's other people in different areas think it's extreme or not, extreme changes in your weather, is there a change in your nutrition at all? Yeah, you definitely. Well, that just is a constant, and. Um you know, I'm actually going on two weeks now without alcohol, zero alcohol, because the holidays kind of got to me a little bit, um, and I'm sure with other people too this time of year, but yeah, I mean, you want to make sure that you um, you stay healthy and um, eat well and drink lots of water, sleep, get lots of sleep, um, because the flu is going around this time of year, and it's rampant right now, and that 
that really takes a toll on your body. Your body right now is probably fighting off a lot of thin, more things than it's used to. So you're probably more tired. Plus the sun is going down earlier. You know, you're, there's a lot of, and it's cold. There's a lot of stresses that go on. It's constantly, I mean, you know, whether it's summer or winter, but it seems like wintertime, it just, just hammers people. And, um, so the best thing you do is just practice good nutrition and try and keep it going throughout the year. And a lot of people talk about these 30 day challenges or these, you know, two month or two week challenges. Well, make it, make it a year, <laughs> make it a 365 day challenge where, yeah, it's great to do these things that these little things, these months or these few weeks or whatever, but understand that it's, it's, it's not over, you know, in two <laughs> weeks or a month, it, you know, you have to keep, um, you have to keep yourself honest and keep going and it's, it's a lifestyle. And I think that there's a lot of the stuff that people will get sold on as far as like, I'm going to change, you know, everything about you in, in a day or two days, just being really unrealistic. And that's the worst thing because you're setting yourself up for failure. You need to realize that it's a lifestyle and life changes, you know. And it's it's just a, it's a it's a grind, you know, a daily grind. And fitness is something that you don't have to go nuts, but you know, you got you got to just try and do a little bit each time and really schedule it. Easier said than done because this is my job. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, a couple things you said brought up a couple different things uh, to mind. Um, first. Uh, you mentioned sleep. How important is sleep to your to your overall health? Yeah, very important. Um, I've I've actually been a bad culprit, like a bad influence on myself and others as far as um, staying up late. I'm a night owl. I stay up because I guess I can't. I don't know why I stay up till I used to stay up till like two a.m., three a.m. Just because I I didn't want the day. To, I don't know what it was. I just want to stay up. Then I wake up and obviously feel like garbage and you know and um i wouldn't be drinking or going out i just stay up and um it it it, that takes a big toll on your body so sleep like regular sleep if you can go to bed like 10 11 at night maybe you know i'm not saying be going to sleep super early but there's a certain amount of hours you need to get um i think men need to get more a little more than women actually i think it's a study came out seven to eight hours for men six to eight for women or six to seven for women at least you know yeah. so that's that's and, straight and, through it uninter- uninterrupted uninterrupted yeah, yeah pretty much yeah and um and it's super important especially now with your body trying to that's when you regenerate you know your muscles and your cells and your you know your you get your energy from that so if you can get a constant meaning that you know, you're going to sleep and waking up every day at the same times, your body will, it's, that's most, most efficient. Yeah. And then naps, yeah, here and there. But I've come to find that like the, the better I've eaten, the better my nutrition is, the better solid sleep I get at night, the less naps I need to take, the less down lows I get during the day. Right. So also coffee helps too, you know, so <laughs> having a coffee machine here. Uh, the other thing that you, you mentioned, you were saying that, you know, somebody tells you they can fix your problems in two days or, or a, a week or two. Somebody who's looking for uh, something to do and, and looking to get get back in, moving again and, and, you know, different workouts. Uh, and, you know, you're, you're bombarded on TV with, you know, whether it's P90X or the, uh, the Insanity or something. 
but that motivate at times that those things motivate people to get started. So, what should a person do, or what should they be looking for for to to get them started and to get them back into a routine and hopefully make this a lifestyle? Yeah, all those things are great. Like I, I'm, I'm not saying that you know any of those things aren't bad. It's just that when people just rely on those things, um, you know, try and find things that you enjoy people that you enjoy to be around we have a great camaraderie here at powerhouse fitness and in long beach and people that help each other out and people that are here all year long and they work they're working out on christmas day they're working out on easter they're working out on new year's and we've had we've had the classes the last few years that people don't want to take days off and i don't say you have to be that that neurotic or you know that on it but that's pretty cool you know where other gyms are closed or looking for excuses and you know, to keep working out, to keep the lifestyle, and like I said, to keep the nu- nu- nutrition is everything. Um, I hate to say it, but, um, and I love to say it because it, it is the best thing for you. It's, but just to keep um, nutrition's like hundred percent. So if you can keep your nutrition on more fruits, vegetables, berries, um, less processed foods, less sugar, um, you know, cut out try to cut the fat there's other alternatives look at the calories look at the labels um, and then maintain um, an active lifestyle um, then you'll be you'll be good and and like I said it's just a process of learning and you, you could you'll fall off I mean this winter time I fell off I, I took a few weeks off and came back and I was not it took me a while to get back but that's re- that's a good reminder when you come back. You're like, oh man, I don't want to feel like this ever again. So then you kind of start back up. So you're you're good. You took a couple of weeks. I, mean, I, I I'm notorious for taking a couple of years off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's it's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough getting back. In yeah. There. <laughs> and it's like when you're in the groove, you just don't want to lose it. So that's a good feeling to have. And then you learn. I mean, you fall off and. You get back on it and get back going, and it's never too late to start up. And um, you know, just know that, um, and bring up uh, a person today or yesterday that admitted to uh, steroids or doping uses was Lance Armstrong. You know, don't 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 go for those substances. Um, I've actually heard more and more people coming out, people that I know that are you know what do you think about this or I'm taking this or I'm thinking about doing a cycle of this and I'm like are you joking like you know it's just it's not there's more and more research out there that you know just tells people you know I heard a story the other day that this woman had a cancer in her stomach or something like that and she went on a cycle of steroids to get her hip replacement back you know quicker yeah. What happened was when she took those steroids, her it fed her cancer, and their cancer went rampant throughout her body, and she died wow. within uh, weeks, months. So, you know, try and you know know that just nutrition, good nutrition, and fitness is key, and and that's why you know today, honestly, the whole news about Lance Armstrong is very disheartening and very sad for me, and for I think a lot of his supporters and. Um, you know, I kind of lost every, like, a lot of respect for him. Not, I, I understand that, you know, I don't think he ever, I never doubted that he never took anything at all, ever. 
but the fact that he admitted to, you know, I think the interview's coming out this Thursday or something like that, but the fact that he admitted to doing it throughout his career um, is pretty bad. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, got, I got several thoughts on that. Um, it, it's, a, it's as much a problem with that sport than it is with the individuals doing it because my understanding is even when they stripped him of, uh, of his Tour de France wins, most of those couldn't go to the second place finisher or the third place right. finisher or the fourth <laughs> place finisher because they're all all the elite athletes were doing it. Yeah. And it's something that that sport has pretty much kind of looked the other way at, especially during that period of time that it was running rampant through the, throughout the sport. And I think everybody was denying it until they were getting caught. And he wasn't getting caught. Um, so, yeah, is it, is it a blemish on, on, on him because he was the top dog and, and, he, and you know, he was the one who won so many uh, Tour de France uh, during that period? Yeah, but I think the bigger blemish, in my opinion, is on the entire sport. Yeah, cycle. the entirety for sure. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, it's just, yeah, anyways, I can go on about it, but... How far do you want to go back? You know, do you want to go back to Greg LeMond too? You yeah. know, what was he doing? Um, and people don't really, you know, yeah, look at it now, but then, you know, look at back in the 60s and <clears throat> my dad was rowing and he knew that East Germans were showing up and looking like, you know, not human. Yeah. And they were definitely on something and winning all kinds of medals and um, doing all sorts of experiments, you know. So it's kind of, it's pretty crazy. When we talk about... Um so stay natural. Stay <laughs> natural. Take juice plus. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna get into that in just a second. When we talk about fitness and the ability to uh, to continue to uh, to do things throughout your life to stay 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 fit, stay in shape. There's only a few sports that uh, you can actually take into your you know 80s, 90s. Uh, you know, even some people in there you know that become a hundred have done certain certain things. And those are, are, I see, you know, golf uh, and rowing, and uh, occasionally you see some uh, some cycling. But you know, the, when you get to a certain age, you're not you're not MMA fighter. You're not really playing a lot of tennis. There's a lot of things like that. How important is it to to find something that you enjoy? And you know, people still hike and you know, long into life, um, but to find something that you enjoy rec- recreation wise, that Keeps you keeps you motivated like that. Yeah, it's super important. It's super important. I mean, my dad, um, he's actually we're both writing articles right now about our experiences through me actually writing about how rowing and cycling can help you prepare for running, and him writing about how um, running has destroyed his body and how rowing has saved his life. So it's it's kind of a crossover. So however you want to look at things, and um, his will be, I think, more powerful than mine, meaning that you can row and you can um, play golf and you can, there's not many you can do your whole life right. because of, you know, I mean, it's a lot of movement, sports or movement activities. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super important to find things that you can stay active in. And I, I, I constantly look around and just take into account of how lucky you know, I've been and, and also all my friends and stuff like that and where they are and I'm not constantly comparing myself or anything like that, but um, 
I look at it as like, I mean, when I see people, you know, not able to make a hike or not able to do certain things, it's kind of like, a, you know, you're kind of held back. So if you're able to do these things your whole life without, you know, maximum injury or maximum risk, you can enjoy longer, yeah. you know? So it's a matter of living longer and enjoying longer and doing the things you want to do just longer. Um, my grandfather was not one of those people uh, who he blew his ACL playing football and um, could really couldn't function correctly for 60 years, you know, until he got knee surgery when he was 78 or so, you know. Yeah. And um, by then it was kind of too late. I mean, passed away a few years after that. But he was always um, limping around and, I mean, ever since he was in his 20s. Yeah. You know, they just didn't have the surgery back then as for ACL and stuff like that. Um, and now they have surgeries for it, but it's like, you know, when you do it, and my sister just had an ACL injury during skiing. My dad broke his leg twice skiing. I've had a concussion skiing. Skiing's pretty bad. Um, but, uh... Keep the nun family off the slopes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you can do. Whatever you find out that you want to do, try and, you know, have it so it's, like, no, no not an impact. Yeah. Um, and cycling's good, and uh, rowing's obviously one of the best things. So try and find something you enjoy that you can do a long time, because that way you can enjoy it that long time, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, that, that would be... That's always been the advice I've given. I've been given from my dad and my grandfather. And my, my grandmother, actually, she played tennis forever. And tennis, you can play for a long time. There are issues that arise, the pounding, the jarring, the overhead, you know, tennis elbow. Yeah. Or, um, but it is something you can enjoy your whole life. So um, I also grew up playing ice hockey, which is not something you can do for... I mean, there are a lot few guys that are older that are doing it but it definitely a lot of you know sudden movements tweaks turns <coughs> hits you know uh, stuff like that still a great workout but yeah just you know a lot of a lot of things uh in order to enjoy them i think throughout your life you, you kind of have to find what the kind of in individual sports because you you, know, you can't get you know 10 10 other yeah. 70 year olds to play on your team to make a, a football league or something right so you yeah. you kind of have to kind of gravitate towards individual sports or activities you know you can do it with other people but that way you can continue to, to kind of get get your uh, yeah your recreation so yeah swimming's another one um, although swimming can be kind of boring sometimes but uh, it is what you make of it you know it, it's a great workout great full body workout um like I said, rowing, you could do by yourself, but in these classes that we hold here, we really make it uh, fun, and we change it up, and a lady came to me today, and she works, I guess, in Europe with a lot of Olympians out there, and she's a physical therapist, and she was saying how my class this morning was um, one of the best she's ever taken, and how the rhythm of the class keeps going very smoothly, and how fast it goes by, and how effective it is, so... I'm constantly trying to fine-tune. I really do care about, you know, everyone in there. And, and for all levels, you can do it. You start at any time. 
and uh, it's it's a great all around workout. So there's a lot of unfortunately there are a lot of instructors out there who really just they don't really care, or they're just bad instructors um, that they don't really have rhythm. They don't really um, they're not going to the beat or, or whatever whatever it is. And I'm not saying I'm the best instructor or anything like that. I'm just saying that you know over time I've I've kind of tried to fine tune some things and make it enjoyable for myself. Yeah. Um, so that other people can enjoy it. And a lot of instru- a lot of instructors look at it as a job, which yeah, it is their job. But but it's like you know when those instructors have real passion for the for their fitness and and if that's something you want to do, have a passion for it. Whatever you do, have passion for it because it otherwise it's gonna feel like a job. Yeah. You know you don't want it to feel like that. Cool. Um, Real quick, we're uh, just about out of time, but you had mentioned a few minutes ago uh, Juice Plus. Tell me a little bit about Juice Plus. Yeah, so Juice Plus is um, fruits and vegetables and berries. They have a berry uh, uh, supplement, uh, but it's a concentrated food supplement, so it's not a vitamin. It's um, basically they've came up with the process of taking a, like a head of lettuce and then taking all the water out, taking all the sugar out, of various vegetables and fruits and making it into a capsule form where you can then swallow it with food and get your fruits and vegetables basically five to six or seven fruits and vegetables a servings a day um, and the enzymes and all that stuff work with you and it comes with the fiber and all that stuff so super effective super um, you know I, I have not been sick this year knock on wood I've had you know a cold here and there, but nothing near what people are going through. Yeah. Um, so it's I have to think that that's my energy's up, um, better sleep, better, you know, overall just better mood and going through this these hard times right now with the with the weather and the sickness. But I've been off, like I said, for three years. It's helped everything I've been a part of. So I've used it for the Ironmans, competitions, everything. So every day. Um, really really just about taking it and then we they have the protein powder which we do in class we make the shakes after class yeah so that's really good too that's a vegetable based protein um and comes with you know all sorts of things so the best way to to take a look at that would be to go on my website at jnunjuiceplus.com and take a look at um at the website and also at powerhousefit.com, we have a, a banner below, and it'll, it'll link you up. And, and also on Powerhouse Fit, people can learn about the, the classes that you yeah, have there. Yeah, all the classes, and we have boot camps and stuff like that, and uh, down to the boathouse, 5750 Boathouse Lane, and we've used the water and everything. So Very cool. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Jack, for another edition of uh, Power of Fitness with Jack Nunn. Thank you. And... Uh, Yes, well, you can tell everybody have a great, uh, a great week. Huh? Keep them, keep them motivated. Yeah, keep motivated. It's going to be warming up for those of you locally here. Well, hopefully, I think all of, the, all of the southern states. I think because, anyways, but it's just been super cold. So get out there and have fun, and um, and keep keep plugging away. Great. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, uh, we'll catch you all real soon.